red carpet and hang with the stars. Going upstream with Breitbart and Melissa Calloway Show. Talk 94.5. And joining us live on the air is the one and only Jerome Hudson. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm sitting um, much closer to my window today than ever. And so if you hear the sound of emergency vehicles <laughs> or a city bus, that is why. All right. Sounds good. You're not sitting on the street. I get you. Um, so, you know, Jerome, there was a lot of things that happened yesterday. I don't know what you want to talk about. Do you want to talk about the Emmys or uh, do you want to talk about the Television Academy? Um, I mean, we could, we could just briefly, I could, I could, I did not watch the Emmy Awards and Isn't that I your job? <laughs> well, I mean, we talked about the hazard pay that I never received. Um, it's, it's, it out of, out of all of the award shows, right? The Grammys, the Globes, the Oscars, um, you know, even Critics' Choice Awards has been known to have people like Chris Pratt stand up and, you know, give biblical teachings to the very young audience watching live at home. The Emmy Awards is usually not very controversial at all, and last night was no exception. I think perhaps, maybe, I guess, one of the more controversial moments was um, when Christina Applegate uh, took the stage, uh, to accept her award. And, you know, she was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, um, you know, a couple of years ago and she started to tell jokes about MS, um, which I believe is okay for her to do given that she has actually been afflicted with Mm -hmm. the disease, but you just never know the shifting uh, rules that the left holds mm-hmm. uh, over supposed victim classes. Um, this is this is one of those years where all of the good shows are winning all of the awards that they deserve. I've spent the last several days watching The Bear. It's excellent. I think um, midway through the second season, it's, it's two seasons, 10 episodes each season. I think midway through the second season, guys, I realized <laughs> There hadn't been a woke moment at all in the, I don't know, eight or nine or ten collective hours of me watching one of the undeservedly most celebrated uh, TV shows in the last couple of years. No, I, I, and I almost felt wrong for, (laughs) you know, even having the wherewithal to realize that I'm watching an amazing show about, you know, a restaurant in Chicago, mm-hmm. a fractured family. It's a, it's just a really good. And what channel TV is show. that on? Is that on Netflix? Or uh, it's an FX. It's an FX original. Oh, okay. Um, you know, many of the stars again, like they did at the Globes a week ago, won their awards and they and they at the Emmys and they gave, uh, you know, Emmy speeches that were very humble. Uh, one of the 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 co-stars of the show, she says, you know, people ask her all the time. Um, she's probably going to win an Oscar for supporting actress in a comedy. She says, um, you know, people ask her all the time how she remains so humble, and she says it's because I still rent. Um, and you know, it was it was it was publicized. The creator of the show, um, you know, was 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 basically broke as he was 
trying to get this show sold to FX. But anyway, so, you know, I didn't watch the Emmys and, you know, I didn't need to because I just, I, I, I rolled the dice, I guess, because I really wanted to pay more attention to the Iowa caucuses. Because I don't know about you guys, but I can't wait for Donald Trump to dictator me so hard. Um, yeah. And we're, and we're one step closer to that. Yeah. It was amazing. I, I played the speech and it, it, his acceptance speech um, in its entirety at 630 this morning. I'm going to replay it at nine because I got so much hope. Um, I felt it was like the first moment of like light I felt in the last couple of years of what we're going through. Um, I, I think, you know, like I, I have to give some speeches. I believe I'll be at the Reagan ranch in March every year. I, I'm, I'm blessed enough to go speak to those wildly high school kids ready to go to these intellectual meat grinders. We still call universities. Um, and I've just been telling the message. I'm going to fill in for Joel Pollack, our uh, in-house counsel and editor at large, on his SiriusXM Breitbart News Sunday show the next two Sundays. I think people really are getting the the message. Like, look, this country isn't perfect, but it's good. And it's because it's been filled with very good people for a long time. People who thankfully have tried to beat back the barbarity of the Democratic Party since that evil institution was founded. And, you know, through the years, we generally get closer to the mountaintop that Martin Luther King Jr. um, so eloquently described. Um, And whenever something happens, like Joe Biden, air quotes, winning an election, we take sort of like a half step back. And I think people universally, you know, sometimes I guess we, you know, biblically, we kind of have to go through these valleys that we sort of put ourselves in. But, you know, you listen to Donald Trump speak, you read the interview that he had with Breitbart's editor-in-chief, Alexander Marlowe, a couple weeks ago, and our, our Washington bureau chief, Matt Boyle. I mean, it was just... It was like, this guy is, he's got his fastball, he's got his screwball, he's got his changeup, his knuckle. I mean, and 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 Donald Trump is on his A-game, perhaps maybe, I think I said this a few weeks ago to you guys, maybe not like he has been since the summer of 2015, mm-hmm. when he first announced his, his first candidacy. And I think that's going to mesh well with, a voting body politic that has been beat down by Joe Biden and by the Democrats from our border um, to, to state borders. And I think people realize, yeah, we deserve better. And we certainly deserve better than a lot of the elected officials that we keep, you know, electing to solve the problems that many of them themselves have helped create or have exacerbated um all while getting rich mm-hmm. you know yeah um <laughs> so it, it it was a it was a great moment and you know i i just i hate what the the democrat media is going to do to this country i hate what the collective organized professional left is going to do to this country 
Um, you know, hopefully they find new talking points. I mean, I joked about dictatorship, um, but, you know, I, I just, I, at a time in which the, the Jewish race has perhaps not seen an atrocity as bad as, as World War II, um, the Democrats and the Democrat media and the organized left is just, I mean, they're smearing, not, they're not smearing Donald Trump as a Nazi, as, you know, a, a mass murdering dictator. That smear is for everybody who dares to vote for him, for everyone who dares to donate to his campaign, or any Republican running for that matter. You know what I mean? Like, that's really what is so monstrous and pernicious about this this talking point. Hey, 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 <laughs> you know, Bidenomics isn't working, you know, mm-hmm. which is essentially, hey, us lying to people about how their uh, uh, economic standing is, you know, they're not getting the insult. So let's just shift courses. Oh, I got it. Let's call them Nazis. I mean, I, I didn't think that the left could get worse, but that was my mistake. Um, <laughs> exactly. Well, did I you hear people, what Joy yeah. Reid said about uh uh, Nikki Haley and the reason why she lost so badly was because she's <laughs> brown. <laughs> Which I don't even know what complexion Joy Reid is because I got to tell you, I I saw her. That um, was a bad wig she had on last night. I'm just saying the, the, it was the half level on, of half off. Makeup that is caked onto her face. <laughs> I mean, I guess I've had the the privilege of like being in the Fox studio and sitting in that makeup chair before walking on Fox and Friends or whatever. And you're in that chair for about 10 minutes, you know, and I half of my face is covered with a beard. Like Joy Reid could be as white as Michael Jackson was just before (laughs) he died. But we wouldn't know it because I'm telling you, she's committing 60 minutes to that makeup chair. Anyway, I mean, that's 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 all Joy Reid has. Do you have that audio? I, I saw the story in the back end as I was editing a, a story I just published. Yeah. And I didn't click on it because Nick, I got to tell Nick you. Nick has it. It's really funny. I, I, I saw Joy Reid's face and I was like, oh boy, I already know what this is. <laughs> and I didn't click on the story. And oh, oh my God. that's she, all they have. She also said I that mean, Iowa is overrepresented by white Christians. She just makes everything <laughs> so about race. Oh, she sees, you know. One color. That, um, that's that's it. Nick is uh, looking I mean, for the clip now, but um, but you let, know, let, yeah. Let's talk about. Um, well, first, I have to say to the audience, you know, if you had a red light, maybe you can hurry up and click over to the entertainment page. Watch rapper Benny but- Benny the Butcher. That's mm-hmm. a rap name for you. <laughs> quote African Americans we vote Democrat and what the F that been doing for us oh, end yeah. quote um, I, the, the ground is shifting the culture is changing right beneath our feet and I don't know if Benny the Butcher is going to vote for Donald Trump like he said he would four years ago but I'm just saying Benny the Butcher going on the Breakfast Club which is the most listened to urban radio show in the country mm-hmm. And not endorsing Biden, clearly not endorsing Kamala, not endorsing Trump, but just saying, look, black people, 
We have been voting for this party that enslaved us, that segregated us, that lynched us, We've and heard this kept us so many times. We've heard this so many times. You know, I don't know. I don't know if I've heard it from oh. this many prominent people oh, okay. right. well, <laughs> hey, in an election year. Hey, I, I don't know. Yeah. Jerome, I found it. Here it is. Uh, yeah. The, the race lady on MSNBC, Joy Reid, said Nikki Haley lost because of racism. Listen. New Hampshire. And I think to the point there. that you made, Steph, I mean, it, it's the elephant in the room. She's still a brown lady that's got to try to win in a party that is deeply anti-immigrant and which accepts the notion that you can say immigrants are poisoning the blood of our country. There you go. What do you think? It, it's <laughs> so insane because it, it, Nikki Haley herself is an immigrant. Yeah. Who was elected. Oh, my God. Her wig governor. just fell off. Her wig just fell <laughs> off. No. Oh, no, never mind. <laughs> never mind. That was somebody else. Oh, my God. Nikki Haley herself is an immigrant uh, who was elected governor. In a state that I love dearly. I mean, South Carolina is probably my second favorite state. Even though I've lived in Florida half my life and was born and raised in Savannah, Georgia, I love the Palmetto State. But it was a former Confederate state that, that, that is filled with people. When, when Tim Scott actually ran for his seat, he got about it, it, more votes than Lizzie, Lindsey Graham. So I think he was, Tim Scott was appointed, what, in 2014? Oh, well, yeah. When Jim DeMitt stepped down? Mm -hmm. I was looking at the New York Times vote counter, and I was like, Tim Scott, a black man in a former Confederate state mm -hmm. South Carolina, yeah. by yeah. the people voting for him, is more popular than Lindsey Graham, who's been a senator from the Palmetto State for, for, for two terms at that point. We're actually wondering who, if anybody, he's going to endorse. Uh, Tim Scott? Yeah. He hasn't come out uh, yet. He's a, he's a very smart man. He'll, he'll endorse the, the, man, the next president of the United States, mm -hmm. Donald John Trump. Well, Lindsay... Is that, are we worried? <laughs> well, what I mean, she, she's polling second here in South Carolina... I'm oh, Nikki Haley, not Tim Scott. You, you, you're wondering who Nikki Haley will endorse. No, no. I'm wondering who Tim Scott's going to endorse because he hasn't endorsed Why anybody Why is that a question? Yet. I don't understand. Because he's friends with Nikki Haley. What are you talking about? Yeah, well, he missed the opportunity on the debate stage, you know, when she jabbed him to mm -hmm. say, well, you, you appointed me. Senator, <laughs> so you must have liked something about me. Uh, I get it. I, I mean, loyalties are loyalties, but who's Nikki Haley going to endorse? <laughs> Liz what? Cheney? I mean, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't understand. Good. <laughs> I don't uh, know. That'll be something else. I have to, we all have to see for that. All right. Well, uh, Jerome, we got to go. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you next week. All right. Yeah. Let's do the Television Academy ranking TVs most impactful television moments next week. Okay, that's a date. <laughs> T.